Hello, everybody. Welcome in to another episode of the Couch GM's podcast. It is Friday, February 10th, 2023, Super Bowl week. I'm joined by Tyler Snyder and Cody Roadcap. Guys, biggest game of the year, but again, the last game of the season. How are we feeling? Uh, well, first off, I'd like to apologize if I have any voice cracks, my voice gets scratchy. We just had a 40-minute off-air before we record, so I feel like I'm already kind of talked out for today's episode, but definitely looking forward to Sunday. Yeah, I am definitely anxious and excited, uh, not for the game, but to get it over with so we can get to the offseason. It should be a big offseason. I'm excited to see the moves, so can't wait to see what happens. And I am excited for the game, but I think you can kind of understand why when my favorite team, not second. The Chargers? <laughs> yeah, what? Exactly. When did the Chargers make the Super Bowl? I missed something. Yeah, I mean, I know you were checked out since halfway through the season, but dang. <laughs> Just a reminder before we move into the episode, this is going to be our last show dropping on a Friday. Next week after the Super Bowl, we're going to drop an episode on Tuesday, and then we're going to be on a break until March. So make sure you check us out next week for our reactions from the Super Bowl. And then we'll still be we'll still be with you on TikTok and on our website on thecouchgems.com. So make sure you find us on there. In the meantime, while we're on our break, what we're covering on today's show we had some NFL news and notes. We're going to break down the Super Bowl. We're going to update the playoff challenge standings and our playoff challenge roster, which has a lot of work to be done on it this week, guys. And then we're going to have a little fun couch GM's draft. We're going to draft our own Super Bowl party foods and then let you, the fans, decide which of us drafts the best food lineup for your Super Bowl parties. All right, guys, let's just jump right into NFL news. Leading off NFL news with a question, and I will start with you guys. I'll let you guys fight over who wants to go first. We saw the Pro Bowl games, the reimagined Pro Bowl for the NFL. What were your guys' thoughts? Just give me some reaction. Oh, my God. They were amazing. They were thrilling. They had my intention the entire time. I just I could not get enough. I feel like that there was a lot of sarcasm there. Sarcasm. Yep. Yep. Did you even watch yeah. any of it? I did not watch a second of it. No, not one bit. I didn't even watch the highlights. All right. So we're going to exclude your opinions then because you didn't watch any of it, not even the highlights. Um, Pro Bowl games, I thought they're in the right direction. I thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, I liked the different challenges. There were some good ones. There were some they need to rework. Uh, Shout out to Miles Garrett for dislocating his toe during the gauntlet uh, (laughs) obstacle course thing. Uh, so players still got hurt in the Pro Bowl games. Flag football was a ton of fun. Um, just want to see a little bit more, like they got the proof of concept. Let's see a little bit more excitement. Like I was really excited for the best catch challenge. You know, they, they started that on Thursday, finished that on Saturday. And then like the final round was kind of a letdown based on what we saw on Thursday, letting them go out around Las Vegas and do some catches. So we're on the right path. Uh, and along with the Pro Bowl, sorry about our draft last week that completely fell apart when our source said that they were only playing these players and they're like, heck, we're actually going to let all the players rotate. Just can't have defense play offense and offense play defense. Then Tyreek Hill played defense anyway. So still things to work out. We'll be back next year with the pro bowl draft and we actually know what's going on, but step in the right direction. Still better than what we saw the last couple of years. Yeah. The biggest thing I watched pieces and I did watch highlights of everything. So I at least have a semi opinion. What I will say is props to the NFL for listening to what the fans enjoyed from some like old, the old pro bill skills competitions and taking that into account when bringing this back the last few years. And then I've always like seemed to notice that all-star games do better when they're more, more gimmicky, not as much exactly like the game as opposed to the NFL was basically playing a football game. The NBA, like people seem to like the three-point showdown in the um, slam dunk contest, but the game itself is just kind of eh, because they're basically just playing a game. Hockey has been better since they switched from five-on-five to three-on-three for their all-star game. So like the NFL doing something a little different, I think brought a new life into it. It was more exciting than the game where they're just basically hugging each other and then whistle blows or whatever. Um, so I did think it was a step in the right direction, like Cody, and I liked it. A little, I liked it a lot more than I did in the past ten years. I will say the only, I guess you can call it, highlight that I saw from the Pro Bowl was after Derek Carr threw 
uh, in the most accurate passing competition. He did make the comment of that was the best I've played in Vegas so far. Uh, so fun comment from Derek Carr, a little dig there. But speaking of Derek Carr, what a segue. Derek Carr did have a visit with the Saints, and there is a trade in place. Should Carr lift his no trade clause? And from my understanding, the the discussion they had or the visit he had with the Saints was a very lengthy one. Uh, so I don't know what that means in terms of was it a good one, was it a bad one, but there's definitely some strong interest there. I know he he made a comment before that that he would rather be cut than traded. So maybe the Saints changed his mind. There's obviously that possibility. I think it's more he wanted the choice to go where he wanted to go. So if the Saints end up being that thing, that team, good for the Raiders that they could actually get some trade compensation out of him. I think the fit makes sense. Um, If I were the Saints, I think it's more ideal to go with a younger drafted quarterback, but Carr is a step up from what they had. He's still got a few years left in the, in the, in the league, and they still have a fairly solid team around him. So it's it's not the worst fit for that. Who, what pick are they drafting at? The, the Saints? Where are they getting the quarterback? That's the thing. Like, yeah, they're not – they don't have a first-round pick. Yeah, they traded up – they traded their first-round pick away this year to essentially get Chris Olave. So they got to get a quarterback throwing the ball. Um, just a note, though, Derek Carr's decision will have to essentially come by next Tuesday uh, as his guarantee will come in effect on Wednesday. So if he is going to get traded or cut, we'll know by uh, next Tuesday. I think the Saints would be a fun option. They were like a dark horse, I heard, like a week or two ago. And I was like, yeah, there's no way – it's the saints and here they are Uh, i still tend to think he will get cut though and he'll have his choice but i guess we'll just have to wait and see yeah we'll have to wait and see Uh, a little bit of coaching news so the colts and the cardinals still need a head coach and i know the colts saga is still a great one so follow that on twitter because it seems like they're still leaning towards Jeff Saturday and people are still having problems. They've interviewed people 750 times. Uh, it's a good time. But anyway, we got some uh, defensive and offensive coordinator updates. First off, Steve Wilkes, the former interim head coach of the Carolina Panthers, who we thought should have gotten that job full time, will now be the defensive coordinator for the San Francisco 49ers. And the 49ers, who continue to crank out head coaches from their coordinators, now have another potential one next year after he does well again. Yeah, for sure. It's becoming a pipeline for NFL head coaching jobs, and Wilkes will be next, whether it's next year or two years from now, to see what he's able to do with that that defense. Uh, Brian Flores is back as a defensive coordinator for the Minnesota Vikings. Well, I say back as a defensive coordinator, but do you know he's technically never been a defensive coordinator? Like, he's called defenses, but he's actually never held title. He's always been like an assistant head coach or, you know, the assistant coordinator or whatever he was when he was in New England because Bill Belichick was technically the – they didn't actually call him defensive coordinator. They called him special assistant just like he was. And then he was the head coach in Miami, although he called the defense. He wasn't the defensive coordinator. So that was a a pretty interesting fun fact, uh, but love the fit there for for Minnesota. I was hoping so much it was Mike Pettin. Um, And then another guy that was, you know, in the running – for a potential head coach job with the Colts, took him his name out of it. Ejiro uh, Evero uh, took the defensive coordinator job in Carolina. Are oh, you just leaving the last one for me? Oh yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Okay, Titans hired Tim Kelly as their offensive coordinator. So, by the way, you said it. You're very upset with this. Yeah, not thrilled at all. Uh, the, he was the Titans passing game coordinator last year. And when you think Titans, you think passing game. So definitely a thrilling one there. It's, you know, finally get rid of Todd Downing, one of the worst OCs I've ever seen, and hire Todd Downing who can stay out of jail. That's basically all it is. It's a copy, cut, paste, same kind of guy. I'm not thrilled with it. Um, if you don't know who he is he is formerly of the texans as well and when you think offense you think texans so it's just a terrible hire and he'll be fired by the end of next year i'm sure oh such optimism words yeah are are you more upset because after he got hired it came out that eric bianami who was in consideration for this job or had at least been requested to interview is still in consideration for the baltimore and or command job 
I mean, look, that definitely upset me, and I definitely did want Eric Bieniemy to come in and add some life to this offense because we need a spark like that. But really, I wanted to see a change. I think the Titans, I love Mike Vrabel's style, uh, but the Titans have been one set like way of going about offense for years now, and it just it's not working. It hasn't worked. And Mike Vrabel is a big proponent of hiring from within, promoting from within. Um, and I get that. I respect it. But at the same time, like we don't need within anymore. We need someone new to come in and add a spark. I didn't even care if it was a bad outside hire. And I know that sounds dumb. I'd rather have a bad outside hire than a bad inside promote. But I wanted something different, a new look for this Titans offense. But instead, we promote from within a guy who has the same mindset that our last uh offensive coordinator did and it's just and i also don't like the way that it was handled i'll get off my titan soapbox in a second but uh todd downing was one of the worst offensive coordinators that's in titans history it was embarrassing and everybody and their mother knew that he was going to get fired by the end of the season and tim kelly was one of the best in-house options at the time so instead of firing todd downing mid-season when our offense was crumbling promoting Tim Kelly and giving him an audition and seeing what we could actually do with this team. Instead, you stick it out with Todd Downing all year, suffer all year, and then promote him a year later. And now we have to see what he can do. We would have had a chance before. I just think it's a stupid move all around. Um, I hope I'm wrong. Hey, you think you could be. You could be, but I mean, I think the biggest thing is he didn't have a lot to work with on that Titans offense that wasn't named Derrick Henry last year, especially after the quarterback situation with Tannehill being hurt. So we'll see what they do with their number 11 draft pick and their high hopes to trade up in that. Um, One more bit of news before we move on. Starting in 2023, flex scheduling will be expanded to Monday night football, not just Sunday night football. So Hopefully that means the end of these meaningless Monday night games in the second half of the year. And we're going to see some better primetime football. Uh, what are your guys thoughts on this one? I like it. Yeah. I think I'll... it sucks for the fans a little bit in the sense of if you pay, you know, extra to go see a Monday night game later in the year. Cause you're like, Oh, I'm going to see the primetime game. And then all of a sudden it's flexed back to Sunday or you know, times change on it or something like it's going to kind of suck as a fan knowing, Hey, I paid big money for the prime time and now it's not prime time, but um, still, I, I like it better as an outside fan who just wants to enjoy some football. Yeah. I, I think it's interesting. And this was Roger Goodell said it when he did his annual press conference at the Super Bowl, And he said he wouldn't be surprised if it expands to Thursday night football in the near future, just with all the, um, money and stuff they're putting into that and yeah so i think it's gonna be a lot of fun we'll see how it all works out uh but you know we're talking 2023 we still have to wrap up 2022 so let's jump into our super bowl preview we're gonna preview the big game we got the kansas city chiefs versus the philadelphia eagles I'll throw a couple betting lines out there for you before we get into our discussion on the game. The Eagles are favored by a point and a half. The over-under for the game is at 51 points, so that's fairly high. Um, And about 70% of the betting money right now is on the Eagles. I'm not sure if that actually changed since we got that stack, because I just saw a bet that uh, Drake, the uh, rapper, put $700,000 on the Chiefs, I think I saw. So that might change that money line a little bit, but... um, all right. Drop in the bucket for him. Yeah, seriously. 700,000 to win like 1.4 something million. Yeah, that's that's chump change. For him? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um I'm I I don't know if I want to go first here, um uh, but I can if you guys want me to. <laughs> I mean, anything special about the game we should know? Anything? I mean, Mahomes was dealing with an injury. Kelsey was dealing with an injury. They both played through it. I don't know if that's going to hold them back at all, but I mean, they were able to play through it last time. They looked okay. Then they've had two weeks now to get healthy. I did hear a rumor that there's a, an illness going around the chiefs locker room right now. Yeah. I I heard that exact same rumor. So, I mean, that's the Eagles for you in 2022. Like, don't, don't get me wrong. Like, 
the Eagles, they have played their schedule. They've done it to their best ability. I'll, like, I'm not taking anything away from it, but it does seem like everything has seemed to fall into place mm-hmm. for them. And one of the guys that was mentioned dealing with it, granted, this is coming out on Tuesday as a time of recording that. So that gives them, you know, four days to recover. Uh, but Chris Jones was one of the guys that they mentioned was kind of dealing with something. And he might be the biggest X factor in the game. Uh, he's not often talked about despite being, you know, a candidate for defensive player of the year, but he has been so disruptive as late finding his matchups and taking like the Phillies. O or the, not the Phillies, the Eagles O line is probably the best we've seen in years. Like they're so good, but if he can cause disruption, if he can line up over lane Johnson, who is one of the best, but is dealing with some serious injuries, and get a little bit of penetration or get some pressure, you know, stop a run or two in the backfield, you know, like he is the biggest X factor. And if he's not at full strength, like that's not looking good. Keeps. I'm with you there. I mean, I'm not too concerned about Lane Johnson's injuries. Seeing how he handled Nick Bosa in the NFC championship game. Like that's elite pass rusher should win defensive player of the year. And he was held in check for most of the game. So it's not as much like I expect the Eagles to win on the offensive line. I think my bigger question is, are the Eagles going to continue to win the way they were on the defensive line? Like the chief, the Eagles can win this game. If they can hold the chiefs down, if the chiefs can go key and score on this Eagles defense, like we have not seen many teams do this year. And you can say, yeah, the Eagles haven't faced a lot of high powered offenses also. So this is a little bit of uncharted territory. Um, I don't know if the Eagles offense can keep up. The bonus to them is the Chiefs' defense is not fantastic. If the Chiefs have lost games this year, most of the time it's because their defense has not been at an elite level. Um, I could see a lot of points being scored, but the Eagles' defense, if they can keep getting pressure with rushing four like they have been most of the season, then maybe Mahomes will have a little bit of problem with that Eagles secondary. And the, you keep, you know, you brought it up a lot, and I'm not discrediting you about the Chiefs' defense not being very good, but I do want to they have gotten significantly better. Uh, I believe the last seven games, they haven't allowed more than one touchdown pass. Like they've, they're playing at a lot better. So like the Eagles defense has been good all season long. There's no denying that the chiefs they've had evolved. They they're playing six plus rookies on defense. They're coming into their own. You know, they always say at this point in the season, you're no longer rookies. You're a veteran. They're starting to play like that. George Karloftis has six sacks in the last seven games. They're playing at a much higher level, and they're going to need to play at the biggest level on Sunday, not just because it's the Super Bowl, because the Eagles are that good of a team. My biggest concern for the Eagles are what happens if the Chiefs get out to a 14-point lead early, and they can't run their offense. You know, if it's 14-3 going into the second quarter, and, like, they have to, you know, Hertz has to not run as many RPOs. They're not run as many quarterback draws and has to, you know, look at passing, you know, how does that affect the game? Like, that's a big if because how good the defense is, but that's one of the, like the biggest concerns I have for the Eagles. I was just, I went to look it up because I was curious to see how uncharted it is. If the Eagles were down two scores, like the worst loss they had was to Washington in week 10, 32 to 21. That 11 point spread was their biggest deficit in the entire season and that was only at the end of the game like they were within a score up until the end Washington scored late so like we really don't know what's going to happen if the Eagles get down 10 get down 14 they're a run first team still even though they have had a lot more explosion in the past game that is the Chiefs way to success on the flip side the Chiefs have historically been good from playing from behind they had multiple 14 21 point comebacks in the playoffs so I'm not concerned if the Chiefs get down. I am concerned if the Eagles get down. Tyler, I know you're like very disinterested in, in football at this point, but any any thoughts? Um, yeah, should be a good game. Uh, I think. I mean, it's two good teams playing against each other. I think the biggest X factors and is one coaching. I mean, Nick Sirianni's had a great year, sure, um, but. He's nowhere close to Andy Reid at this point in his career. I don't think anybody can argue that. Um, second X factor is Chiefs have been there. Yes, you could say the Eagles have won a Super Bowl recently, but 
it wasn't Jalen Hurts. It wasn't AJ Brown. It wasn't Devontae Smith. Like this isn't the same team that won a Super Bowl a few years ago where the Chiefs have had a lot of these players last time they were in the Super Bowl. So I think the Chiefs have been there. They have Andy Reid. My slate edge goes to the Chiefs. Yeah, I, like you said, I do think this will be a, a good matchup. Um, I do think it is the rare case that we got the best two teams in the Super Bowl. Uh, it's the first time since, in like five years, I believe, it's been the two number one seed teams. I see Eagles Tyler Patriots, already, I believe, was the other one. Yeah. Yeah, I see Tyler shaking his head, but uh, the teams that played the best all year long, If you, I, I understand if you want to, like, what happens with San Francisco if the quarterbacks don't get hurt. Uh, they mm-hmm. were playing pretty good. Like, I get that. But the most consistent, the best two teams, the only teams to win 14-3, and three, like, I think they've scored identical amount of points this year. Like, it's it's wild on how close these teams are. And I think that is shown by the one-and-a-half-point favorite to the Eagles. Are we going to bring any uh, superstition into it and talk about how the teams wearing white jerseys in the Super Bowl win, like, 85% of the time and the Chiefs are wearing white? Well, I mean, we can, but then we does that get crossed out by the Madden, the, not the Madden, the MP curse? Because we don't know for sure at the time of recording this, but we'll find out later tonight that Patrick Mahomes wins the MVP. That's also true. That could cancel it out. And I guess there's also the fact the Eagles, when they won five years ago, were wearing green in that one as well. So they're one of the few that have beaten that curse. Um, I just figured I'd throw it out there and see if there was any fun comments to throw about that. Um, I guess... That pretty much wraps up our analysis of the game. I guess, actually, uh, we should mention that Mecole Hardman was put on injury reserve for the Chiefs, and they activated Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Um, not that I think CEH is going to do all that much in this game, but Hardman is a little scorer. bit of significant. You really think so? Is that your favorite first touchdown bet? My favorite? Yeah, I always pick an obscure one, and I only bet a dollar, so why not? <laughs> Mr. First touchdown bet over there, is that yours? It's either Jalen Hurts is going to run it in because that's all the Eagles do, or it's going to be Travis Kelsey catches it because that's all the Chiefs do. So it's either one of those two. Not Clyde Words Alaire. Okay. I just, wa- I just want everyone to know <laughs> that if uh, this podcast will become two people, me and George, if A.J. Brown goes off and wins Super Bowl MVP. I just want everyone to know. I, <laughs> oh, I can't I, stand him. I'm letting you all know that right now. Um. And that that the two-faced way, little weasel came out to the media and was like, oh, my heart is still with Tennessee, though. I still love Tennessee. Shut up. You tweeted for 18 straight weeks just crap towards Tennessee and how much you hate them and, like, blaming them and trash-talking them. And then you're like, oh, but I still love – he's two-faced. I can't stand that guy. He was well, tweeting I, I... Uh, respect and, like, hopes towards Tennessee winning back in Week 18 when they were playing that game against the Jaguars. I will say I saw that, but that was after a lot of backhanded compliments and, you know, other kind of trash talk towards Tennessee ever since the whole trade. I hope he steps on a Lego tonight. So hateful. (laughs) And and (laughs) also saying Tennessee, there could be a lot of things. Like, he could still love the city. He could still love, appreciate the fans. And when he says Tennessee other ways, he's going to be talking about the, the ownership or Robinson, who's no longer a part of it. Uh, there's a I lot of stubs his toe. Yeah, dude, that's 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 messed up, man. Shouldn't root for injuries, but it's a stub toe. Yeah, but you still shouldn't root for injuries. I do it three times a week. A <laughs> live just because just because you're uncoordinated doesn't mean you should still be rooting for injuries. I don't root for you to stub your toe. <laughs> Are we gonna move on? We I need guess, score I guess... predictions, I guess, right? <laughs> 31-27 Chiefs. Okay. Cody? Uh, do you want to go last because you're the Eagles fan? Oh, I'll go next if you want me to. I'm ready for it. Sure. All right. I'm going 34-30 Eagles. 34-30 Eagles. What was your Snyder? 31-27 Chiefs. 31-27 Chiefs? I hope. All right, so in both instances, you guys would be taking. 
the over. Yes. Yeah. I think the over is going to hit. Like, I don't think this game is yeah. going to walk out like 10 7 because that would be super annoying. Um, I am so back and forth on this one. Uh, I think, you know, the Eagles are a team of destiny. The, the Chiefs, though, like they're playing for legacies on the line. Like they've been to five straight AFC championship games, but if they only walk away with one Super Bowl, like what does that do for their their team destiny? Was the Burrowhead and stuff like that that got them really juiced for the AFC Championship? Are they in line for a letdown? All that to say, my official Couch GM's pick will make George very happy. As I say, they win 37-34 on a last-second field goal by Jake Elliott. It probably won't even be that close. It'll probably be like... 31 to 14 Eagles because Kelsey got the flu the day before and had to go home and Patrick Mahomes had some spleen pain and the Chiefs fans just forgot what stadium they were going to. They didn't show up. Like some crap's going to happen. The Eagles are going to be handed it too. So I'm sure. Tell us how you really feel. God, what a crap. Are you even going to watch the game? I don't want to. It's like this is one of the worst Super Bowls I've ever seen. It's just it's terrible. All right. Well, that's the I'd game. I'd rather watch like Colts Cowboys right now. Like that's where I'm at. Yeah, Why? Also, uh... It'd be a better game. <laughs> How would we don't have time? No, I'm th- just... that is a whole other rabbit hole. Yeah, I, I don't have time for that. <laughs> idiotic of a take that Colts Cowboys would be a better game than Chiefs Eagles I don't care how upset you are with the NFL Colts Cowboys I mean you could have gave me you know pretty much any other matchup like don't (laughs) include the Colts or the Texans and I I, we got a, a legitimate debate probably not but let's talk about something a little bit more fun now that we made our score predicts and talk about playoff challenge Then you have playoff challenge. We're going to update our current standings. So first place right now, 608 points is CJ breakaway. I know we saw you on Twitter talking to us about a week and a half ago. See if you can hold on to that lead and we'll have to invite you on here for one episode. Uh, Shelby Tyler's fiance is in second. I am in third, basically tied with my girlfriend, Bree in fourth. Brandon is down to fifth. Tyler's team is sixth. Cody is an eighth and the couch GM's team kind of on life support at the moment down in 11th and has a lot of players to replace. We're down to two players left in our lineup. Jalen hurts and Devonte Smith both at both at times four multipliers. Every other spot has been eliminated. So Tyler, you're going to lead us off with picking to fill our order right now. You are first. Cody is second. I am third. We'll keep going until we fill our spots here. Whenever you're ready. Harrison Bucker. What an exciting wow. pick. Wow. Okay. I was not expecting that. But I appreciate the swiftness that you made that selection. Um, it is worth pointing out for the people at the top that they have to replace more people. So it's going to be interesting. So if you are a little bit lower, uh, if you're as bad shape as the Couch GM's team, well, then you're probably going to win this thing. But it is still anyone's game and up for grab. Uh, and like I said, we're not going to win this game. So I'm going to right the wrong that George made and give me Travis Kelsey at tight end. Stay tuned for when I find in a disgusting wig to wear on the podcast at some point, either next week or after our break in March, because I did lose that bet very bad. I will say um, I can go take a running back here. Or I can make Tyler take a skill position player by taking a defense. What's going to be more fun for content? Hmm. For content, if you if you he picks Ceh, let's just be real. <laughs> I mean, that would be that would be fun for content. I'm going to see if Tyler does it. I'm going to take the Eagles defense. Give me Kenny Gainwell. That would have been my other pick. So I get you there. I think Miles Sanders is going to be more involved, and I think a lot of the reason he hasn't been is because the Eagles have been up so much. But Gainwell has had a amazing playoff so far, and he's threatening to 
run Miles Sanders out of town since he's off the contract now. All righty. Leaves me a running back or wide receiver. And the last one I was a pick that I, you know, we talk about in the past, like trying to pick people that aren't as times for like a Travis Kelsey, but I had to write that wrong. Um, and I'm going to go with, I'll stay on brand and I'll take a wide receiver and I'm going to chase the points of the AFC championship game and go with Marquez Valdez Scantling. Yeah, I figured when you said you were going wide receiver, you're going with the former Packer. What a homer. <laughs> homer. I'm one third of the show. I can do what I want. <laughs> and I'm one third of the show and I ran this thing into the ground, except for actually one of the two people that are left was one of my picks. And the one that Cody was like was even dumber than George Kittle. Look at Devontae Smith there in our other wide receiver spot. Uh, I'll go with the other running back. Do I you do realize Devonta Smith got 18 points on a times three multiplier. Yeah, he did do decent in week two, but week three, yeah, that was not that was not great. Um, Pacheco's already 33 percent started McKinnon 48. You know what? I'm just going to go with it. We'll go with the content. CEH, see how much he gets involved this first game back. I feel like with our playoff challenge we went from trying to win this thing to trying to come in last based on those last couple picks uh so the real challenge is beating george and it's gonna come down to georgia Breed, in my opinion and that should be a fun household as george is cheering for the eagles and is over there cheering for whichever chief she has to score six more points to win the playoff challenge patrick should mahomes and travis kelsey shocker <laughs> All right, playoff challenge, last chance to play fantasy football, uh, which is sad, just like the season's coming to an end. But let's let's end this episode with some fun with our Couch GMs. And before we start this uh, Couch GMs draft, I just want to say that the most exciting game that is coming on Sunday, that is right, the Puppy Bowl, uh, it is featuring 11 dogs with disabilities this year. Kind of crazy. There's even a dog with no front legs, just wheels. Uh, check it out. It's for a good cause. I like it. That is, it is for a good cause, and that's the thing that we all should remember. Anyway. We're going to do a Couch GM's draft. We're going to be drafting our own Super Bowl foods. So we're going to be building a menu for what we would do at our party. Obviously, we can't take something that someone else already took. We're going to do four rounds. Uh, we don't have any specifics. Like, we have to take an entree. We have to take a dessert, anything like that. But we are basically going to grade this as a whole. If this was at your Super Bowl party, which one is the best? Um, the teams will be posted on our social media, and you can vote for a winner. We determine the draft order before the show. It is going to be Tyler picking first, and then me, Cody, will be third. It's going to be a snake draft, so Cody will get two picks, three and four, and we're going to snake all the way through. <sighs> Tyler, you've been on the clock now since we picked this. I'm sure you already have some thoughts. Where are you going to go with the first overall pick in our Super Bowl food draft? You think I think. No, I'm a hot takes <laughs> guy. I wait until the last minute, and then I say the first thing that pops into my head. I will say that this sucks. Because I am on a diet right now. I get married in April. And uh, my suit, I just tried it on not long ago. It's a little tight. So I have to diet a little bit. So talking about these awesome Super Bowl foods when I'm probably going to be having some celery on Super Bowl day. Uh, not fun. Anyway, with my first pick, it's probably not going to be voted on as by the fans as being the best. But I don't care because it's my favorite. Going walking tacos. Walking tacos. Great... High on the list. It's a great pick. I mean, I was debating that with my first pick, too. So, like, I, I'm not hating. And, I mean, there's so many parties that we have for our fantasy leagues and stuff. We have walking tacos. It's just so nice. Yeah, I mean, it is, like, an elite snack. It might not be the most popular, like you said, but I appreciate you staying true to yourself and going with what you would most like to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like buffalo chicken dip would be the easy one to say first, but I don't like buffalo chicken, so that'd be stupid for me to say. I'm not out here just trying to get votes. 
And I do like buffalo chicken. And my first pick was between walking tacos or buffalo chicken dip. So I am going to take buffalo chicken dip with the second pick in the food draft. Because you don't like buffalo chicken does not mean that you can't have it at your party. And I'm glad you did because that's literally in your bio at thecouchgms.com. There's a buffalo chicken dip joke in there. Um, Yes, there is. So so you guys have good picks. But thanks for allowing me to win the draft. Taking pizza and then taking wings as the top two options for any Super Bowl, any football party thank you if you're basic they're also the best two options but okay Eh. wings are overrated also like i like wings a lot and i know he doesn't like wings so that's another thing like the buffalo chicken dip and the wings things kind of skewed when you've been tyler's arguing it but like i like wings but call me a hot take guy for a second i don't like wings at parties it's too messy it's not easy like if you take me out to a restaurant or a bar or whatever, I'll eat, I'll eat wings. That's great. I love them. But at a party is a little bit tough for me. Were you asking they for a date? for more than five minutes, they get slimy and gross. If you take me out what to a bar. What wings are you having? <laughs> wings yeah. are good when they're hot and fresh, but the second they're not hot and fresh anymore, which is five minutes later, yuck. Pizza's good. It's just, you know, it's basic. It's the lazy man's way to go. Uh, I feel like okay. it's getting a little getting a little overused in my opinion it's also the most versatile we're getting it is the only thing that doesn't belong on pizza is pineapple that's incorrect as well (laughs) all right cody's palate is gross it's diverse yes it is another word for as he picked the two most basic party foods he says he has a diverse palate (laughs) they're the best for a super bowl party George, you're on the clock, though. I am. I'm going to go a little bit interesting here. I hope you guys like this pick. I'm going to pick pigs in a blanket. Wow. I like pigs in a blanket. That's a good pick. They're not better than wings. Better than wings. Okay. Wings are Uh, nasty. I don't understand the love for wings. Like, let me suck some dark meat through a chicken bone. Like, it's just gross. Are you all wings? Like, do you hate boneless? too boneless wings are okay they're just fatty like it's one of the fattiest chickens i don't i'd rather have chicken breasts like i'd rather make some grilled barbecue chicken than eat a chicken wing even bone also i just don't call boneless wings wings in my opinion they're just like chicken tenders like they're not they're special like, more like nuggets like if we're gonna get really but, deep into but you know what this. i mean like no I, I agree a wing. i mean at my party i got both because I have wings, but if I was going to, I, I, they're more convenient, but I like bone on wings better. Well, Siler, stop telling us that all our picks are gross and pick something that's not celery. Man, I don't know. Um, I ran out of foods. We are five this is entire, What you're looking in front of you is Tyler's entire palette, except not even that because he hated on like three of the picks. <laughs> yeah, I like walking tacos. It's, it's pretty much it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, great time. Like, this is great air. Just just work it out in your head. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, you have is he gonna two picks. Cream in there. I'll just lose. <laughs> I don't care. What'd you say to put in there? Give me ice cream. Ice cream. Ice cream. Okay. Yeah, because when I think Super Bowl party, I think ice cream. Yeah. There's actually What's your one favorite pick? flavor, at least. Probably vanilla. But man, I gotta pick two. Yeah, you do have to pick two. There's very like if you're gonna just like throw the dra- the draft out because you realize that your taste suck. There's one very on brand pick that I feel like you should make. An on brand pick. And that George just realized what pick. it was. I'm guessing beef stew. That was the second op. Ma- that wasn't I what I was thinking of. That. I don't know. Well, it's still your turn to pick. You got to pick something, but yeah, I was I just trying to barbecue talk chicken. One. Barbecue chicken. Interesting Super Bowl lineup. Have to we suck got it through a bone. <laughs> yeah, but let me just have slimy chicken after five minutes. It's 
literally the don't understand. Barbecue chicken is not slimy like wings are. <laughs> it's not as fatty. It's not just like juices from fat soaking through. It's slimy and gross. George, okay. I mean, you're up. This guy's irritating. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know if I know where to go from here. Um, See? There's so many good options. Man, I'm just not be the couch damn fatty. No, you're probably gonna go super basic like macaroni and cheese with your next pick. Like, no, nope. I mean macaroni and cheese is a thing. solid choice, but I'm not gonna take it here. Um, give me brownies. We'll go with a dessert. Take the first, the first actual Super Bowl dessert instead of ice cream. I was gonna say ice cream is definitely a dessert. It's not really a uh, party dessert. Give me but... chips. Everybody likes snacking on chips. Battery's going to go sliders because he does it for every single party. Also very versatile, (laughs) but I'm not going to do sliders because I'm trying to win, and I don't think that's as common. Um, So I have a question about a rule before I make my pick. All right. Does a meat and cheese tray count as one item, or would I have to take both meat and cheese? That's one item. I don't don't care. That would be one item, yeah. Okay. If you like boring, go for it. I feel like, I feel like a meat and cheese tray, is like the easy grab and go. Like, oh, just let me grab a piece of bologna. Let me grab a piece of Colby Jack. Let me grab a piece of pepperoni. Like, it's very versatile. My my list is very versatile here. And I'm on my last one, my last pick, and I'm gonna pick a dip. I'm just saying, you're like, I want to win this. Meat and cheese tray. When have you ever, ever in your life gone to a party and been like, oh, bro, they got a meat and cheese tray? Okay. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be lit. So I get what you're saying. I have the pizza and the wings, but I also have, it's building the full table. Like, I can't just have all big heavy hitters. I got to have some some sides and sustenance. Okay, Mr. Ice Cream. But... (laughs) Sorry, I like dessert. My next one is, is going to be a dip. I know which one I pick, but I don't think it is as popular. Um, So I am going to take... Actually, I don't care how you put it. I'm either taking, because we talked about the whole chip thing, I'm taking queso. But if you want to call it nachos, I'll let you call it nachos. All right, so guys, if you were wondering, uh, you can have pizza covered in cheese followed by a meat and cheese tray and then queso. So if you're leaving Cody's uh, party, make sure you have some laxative. You're going to be constipated from this one. (laughs) My my Packers fandom is coming out in my foods. I understand. I I just like cheese, but you are not wrong. (laughs) I would have taken guacamole, but then Tyler been like, ew, gross. And it's not, it's, guacamole is definitely a more uh, polarizing dip, but it was, it's better than queso, in my opinion. I don't know how it's like a flavorless mush. Not if you have a good guacamole. guacamole. Yeah. Good guacamole is not flavorless. I will say that. It's pretty flavorless. I've had what is considered good guacamole and it's trash. Moe's is not good guacamole. I haven't had (laughs) Moe's. No offense to Moe's. You could still be a sponsor if you would like to. Moe's, everything else you do is still fantastic. Anyway. Um, all right. So I have a lot of grab-and-go foods. Do I take something bigger as like more of a mains to go with my pigs in the blanket? Do I take another dip? Whatever oh, you man. take, I'm going to crap on it. I hope you know. Oh, 100%. I know. Um. I was going to say a sandwich tray, but I like how when you brought up sliders, I think that's just another level. So I'm going to take a tray of sliders. Nice. I like it. Yeah, basic. Let me just take this generic thing that could be anything. Like, wow, way to be creative, guys. It's about being easy for a party. It's about serving for the masses. That too. Why are you serving this for the is all masses? stuff. Because it's a Super Bowl house, party. Party's at your house. You're hosting. You're paying to get the food. You are paying, or or you're taking the time to cook it. I'm making something that I like. Don't like it? Don't come to my house. I don't care. Screw that. No. 
Let's and I'm not out here just picking things because I hope I get more Facebook likes. I'm not Cody. I'm not basic. Pizza I'm picking the things that I would like the most at a Super Bowl party. You said yeah, like four I, I times like, like my... I'm out here to win, bro. Well, you I'm out here to win. Bro, but that's how I heard it. Who who plays a game to lose? It's still a game to win. You're yeah, getting Mr. likes on Facebook. What are you winning here? What's your prize? Pride. Bragging rights. Yawn. And I like everything right. on my list, too, so I'm just saying. George, I'll come to your party. It's a good list. I mean, I'll come to your party, too. I'll, I'll be with him. I won't, I don't really be excited about the meat and cheese tray, but pretty much every party has one, so I get your argument. Right. You're I, saying it, you would not come to my party <laughs> with walking I mean, tacos, ice cream, and barbecue chicken. That sounds gross to you? I mean, it doesn't it's sound like a Super party Bowl party. deal, but Who I mean, it's good. Why does it have not... to be a generic on-brand Super Bowl party? If you have all the same things that every other Super Bowl party has because you're that generic, what makes you stand out from any other party? What makes people say, I want to go to Cody's house this year, not George's. He's got pizza and wings, just like the other 75 parties I was invited to. What makes them want to come to your house? Hey, I'm just saying if it was, let's build, it's the best Super Bowl foods draft. That's the name of the draft. So unless you, I don't know how you missed the memo, it's typed right in front of you, but it's called the best Super Bowl foods draft. Yeah, generic, um, or any other football watching day ever. Well, let's not go special for the Super Bowl or anything. It's fine. Oh yeah, no, it's not the biggest game of the year or anything. It's not the most watched television show every single year for like thirty years running. It's no, it's nothing. Oh man, how do I wrap this up with 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 salad or or with a veggie tray? Got to have some chips maybe. Uh man, how generic can I get here? Um No, I don't even care. You could put anything in there. I'm not out here for Facebook likes. I don't need clout. I'm good. So what would you have with your barbecue chicken ice cream and walking tacos then? Oh man, that's a great question. Um there's one thing that you should that I'm surprised you haven't t- taken. Okay, can you please tell me what this thing is? That nope, you- I will tell you after you pick. Is it rice? No. Because I eat a that is lot very of on rice, brand though. An yeah, alarming actually. amount of rice. <laughs> the last three parties I've been at with you, you've made it halfway through. So you can pudding? make it during the party. <laughs> yes. Dude, I love pudding. pudding. It's good. It's quick. It's easy. It takes two minutes. But no, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be serving pudding. I already got ice cream. I'm, I have ice cream Sundays at my house. I got all the toppings. I'm ready at any time. It's amazing. Uh, you took ice cream. You did not take ice cream Sundays. Uh, it comes with it. If you know my house, you know it comes with it. <laughs> you still have bro. a pick to make. Just throw Just food in there. I don't care. <laughs> make a pick. It's your job to make Just a pick. Name a food off the top of your head. I don't care what it is. Bubble gum? Sure, bubble gum. Like I don't I don't care. <laughs> wow. You can't think of one extra food. I don't know. Your parties are trash. I'd already choose mine even without a fourth food. Then just pick something, bro. I said bubble gum. Go for it. Oh. Okay. Right. I mean couldn't even get through four rounds of talking food. I mean out you couldn't have taken anything but bubble gum i said name i think you didn't name anything even like because it's your pick man yeah it's your pick we're not gonna make your pick for you like if we're in a fantasy football draft are you gonna be like oh fifth round don't care make my pick just name a player yeah then i have auto pick no if you say you make your pick you're getting like adam venetary or something that's not what auto pick would do. All right, so George. No, you didn't ask for an auto pick. Okay, hit me. I'm done talking to Tyler about this. Yeah. Right. Anything <laughs> left on your list of foods that you were debating? Any honorable mentions you want to throw out there? Uh, I was thinking about taking a spin off the walking tacos and going with a taco dip. I think that was a solid idea. I was debating that with my last pick. I said the sandwich tray, but that? I think the sliders was better. It's it's literally basically a deconstructed taco. So there's actual taco meat at the bottom. You have like the salsa, the sour cream, whatever. Sometimes and then, a lot beans. of people top it with like lettuce, tomato, onion, like on the top, and then you eat it with a chip. So it's basically like you're eating a taco, but in dip form. Or some Sounds people like use refried refried beans over that, taco. Beans. Yeah, 
that that could be fried beans, yep. cream cheese, lettuce, cheese, rotel, tomatoes. It's very yeah. good. And there's many different ways to make it. I've had it a couple different ways, but yeah, it's that's... on my list. Strange. Got it. Yeah. For me, other quick ones I'll throw out there was jalapeno poppers. Love making those, but I feel like nice. that's a very, very uh, niche one, which still better than bubble gum, ice cream, and barbecue chicken because that's made for the masses. And then we didn't, bubble gum. we didn't really hit any of the like the snack foods, like the chips or anything like that. Uh, but party mix, I feel like, is always a good just to have a big tub of party mix out there. It's always a, a fun for a party. Not literally. Like, it's in the I've name. seen so many people like we've even had part like draft parties and stuff where like someone brings party mix and like not my thing personally, but it's almost like your meat and cheese tray over there. Like it's at every party. Like it has to sit on the table. Yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah, party mix is that thing that you buy because you feel like everybody needs it, and then you have three quarters of a bag left over when the party's over, and you're like, well, what do I do with this now? I'm not going to eat it. Again, I'm not listening to any of your food takes anymore. Okay. Enjoy enjoy your bland rice. Outside of what? Bland? Bland? Pizza and wings? You went the most generic things? I've Meat and cheese tray, guys! Let's go! Yeah, bland? Really? Let okay. me get a Cuba cheddar and turn up. Like, what? Bland? Uh, first of all, pizza, we already went. There's so many different varieties of pizza. We could do a whole 12 rounds on different pizza toppings. Maybe we'll do that in the off season because I feel like after this debate, that'd be super fun. Wings, multiple different flavors. You said them slimy. You don't have to get sauced wings. You could have dry rub wings. They're just as good. The meat and cheese tray, I told you it wasn't a home run hitter. It was just to be on the table, and every it's the thing that everybody goes back and snack on. It's a three-and-a-half-hour game, four hours with the halftime show. People eat the whole time. If I wanted to be basic, I took beer with my last pick. That would have been the most basic pick. Surprised no. he didn't. All right, but I had fun with the draft. I feel like George had fun with the draft. Tyler just is hungry, and can't think about food right now so he's being a little little whiny about I it i couldn't like think of been... a fourth thing i'm sorry we named like five things and you pick bubble gum oh my god <laughs> then change it to something else i don't care nope you oh, pick bubble gum that is going on the list oh no i'm gonna lose my facebook likes that's fine i don't care wow just so disappointed you in the lack of competition friendly competition you always talk about it then the time comes and you choke so. Now, competition's fun when you win something. Winning popularity on Facebook is not winning anything. I had nothing in it for me, so it didn't drive competition. Beating George wasn't enough for you? I as do much entire every day life. of my life. Your entire life has been dedicated to beating me, so I'm going to enjoy beating you. Yeah. You know, I, think, I, think, <laughs> I think people are like, okay, guys, let's wrap up the show. So that's exactly <laughs> what I'm going to do. Uh, as always... Uh, thanks for listening to another episode of the Couch GM's podcast. And thanks again for sticking with us through another season of NFL football. Reminder, we will be back on Tuesday, breaking down the Super Bowl, not doing a food draft because Tyler's not into those. Um, let us know who wins because this podcast is more fun for us and more fun for you when you get involved. And we'll see you all next week. Oh.